Hey everybody, this is Brother Paxton. We are in the area of what they call Balcony Falls in Glasgow, Virginia. Earlier this morning, we started talking about what we were going to do when troubles hit our life. Okay, and I said in both of those segments that there's three things that's certain to come to us all in life, and that's trouble, taxes, and death. Okay? And that's not just some funny little cute cliche, that's really the truth. I mean, we can all count on someday, at some point, trouble's going to come our way. Even though we're Christians, even though we love God, hey, get it out of your mind that you're ever going to have some perfect life because it's just not going to happen. But there are things that we can do, and how your attitude in life will determine your altitude that you can soar to on wings of eagles in the things of God. So I want to finish that little thought up here tonight, uh, this afternoon, I should say, with a couple more verses of Scripture. We have Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, where the Scripture tells us, be careful for nothing. In other words, don't worry about anything. That's hard to do, but it's something that can be done or else God wouldn't have put it in His Word. And the, the only way that it can be done is by faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. So let me put it to you this way, and say it kind of succinctly. You've heard me talk about this verse before. But when, when I'm going to go before God to ask Him for something for my life, I had better go and give Him some thanks first thanking Him for what He's already blessed my life with, for what's already taken place that is good. And if you're not a thankful person, you don't count on getting too many answers from God. And a lot of Christians, that's part of their problem. Why aren't my prayers being answered? Well, they're just not very thankful. And then it says, uh, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So the very act of prayer, the very act of being a thankful person, and I, I don't mean pretending to be, but I do mean practicing being a thankful person, because nobody's perfect. And we have to practice doing what the Word says to do. But also I want to cue in on this fact that it's something that takes place in my heart. I, I can become a thankful person. And I can be truly thankful and not just saying I am. And I think that's an important distinction. But start out by all means practicing being thankful. And God will do the work on the inside of you. Uh, the changing of your heart is not up to you, okay? The changing of our hearts is up to the Holy Spirit, and He promises us He will do it if we will walk in faith in what Jesus did at the cross. So all of this can be accomplished in us, and then it will just come naturally. But until then, we practice obeying the Word of God. So when we have a thankful heart, and the very act of prayer, it guards us. It builds a fortress around us in the Lord that will keep us when troubles hit our life. And you won't even necessarily know when you're in the midst of that trouble, wow, where did this strength of the Lord come from? But it's from you building that fortress all along with prayer, with praise, with thanksgiving, with the Word of God, with 
putting that word down into your heart, speaking that word out of your mouth. And then when you're in the midst of the trouble, it's still hard, but you're guarded, you're protected, and you go through it and God speaks to you and reveals himself to you in new and in powerful ways. And so I always get a lot out of that verse whenever I read it and the Lord just begins to, to talk to me in a new way every time. It's Philippians 4, 6 and 7. And then we come to Isaiah 51, 11. And this is where we're going to leave it uh, for this little mini-series of devotions. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion. Everlasting joy shall be upon their head. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Now that's our future right there. We're going to come into that place of total joy, total peace. Sorrow is going to run from the presence of the Lord that we are basking in. This is the future for the child of God. So it, it might be hard today. It might be an uphill battle at times. I have to practice the word. I have to let the Holy Spirit change my heart and get me ready for the eternal kingdom because look out, one day everlasting joy will be mine if my faith is in what Jesus has done at the cross. And neighbor, that's what I want to leave you with today. When you're going through the trial, when you're going through the trouble, when you're going through the hard place, anchor in on your faith in Christ and Him crucified and allow the Holy Spirit to change your heart and life and to do a wonderful work in you because He's getting you ready for when you will rule and reign with Christ forever and forever and sorrow's gonna flee away and trouble's gonna run and all of the negative things that Satan brought into this world will be defeated once and for all permanently. In reality, they already are defeated they were defeated at the cross. We enforce their defeat in our lives, but that spiritual warfare is there. One day, the war will be over, and you and I will be basking in Jesus' victory. Glory be to God. I can't wait for that day. How about you? So from Glasgow, Virginia today, this is Brother Paxton encouraging you. I hope it's encouraging somebody to follow after the Lord with everything that is in you run your race as hard as you can go practice the word and let God change your heart this is evangelist Len Paxton saying go with God and he will go with you bless you